Keenan Anderson died after being tased multiple times by the LAPD. Keenan was having a mental health emergency after a car accident. Instead of helping him, the police killed him. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. Happy Monday. Yeah, already. Already. Brand new week. Yeah. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Yes, absolutely. You'll see why I'm doing the case I'm doing. Yeah. Not that this isn't always an important case. It is, but I wanted to pick a case that really... Shows yeah. where we're at, unfortunately, with racism and law enforcement right now. And yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Nope. Just when you think, uh, yeah, not that we've ever thought, but, you mm. know, just when something settles down, another case happens that you just can't even fathom. Right. Could have happened again. Yeah. Keep on coming. Just keep on coming. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I know. Katie, you are planning to kick us off with some WTF news. Oh, yeah, I am. Wanted to show you this sweet little guy. Oh, yep. This is a Bengal tiger cub. <clears throat> He's about three months old. Weighs about twenty pounds. Oh, it's beautiful. And he was just confiscated in New Mexico. Oh boy. So let me tell you what happened. There was reports of a shooting in Albuquerque. And officers responded to uh, the crime, and they found a trail of blood at the crime scene that led them to a single-wide trailer that had a dog crate in it that had a tiger cub in it. Oh, dear. What the hell? And this was reminiscent to the police because, unfortunately, this isn't the first time they have been looking for unauthorized tiger cubs in the area and i'll tell oh you about it but this little guy is in good health he's been taken to a place called the biopark mm. and uh game and fish uh, spokesmen are saying that he's acting fine so they think uh, it's probably okay but uh after they discovered him they did you know more searching of the uh area and Managed to find, a, you know, a bunch more drugs and whatnot. But I wanted to tell you about what happened last summer. Because last summer, they were also in the area looking for a tiger cub. Mm -hmm. It's not the same tiger cub. There's more than one person in this area with a yeah. tiger cub? Breeding. They must be breeding. This oh, is a three-month-old cub. In, July, or in August, they were looking for a cub that would be about eight months old now and over 100 pounds. So obviously not this little dude. Mm -hmm. But in that search, this is just killing me. What is with these criminals and the tiger cubs? But in that search, the police came across, they uh, had arrested a man named Car Carlos Giddings. And they thought he was illegally possessing a tiger. Uh, 
they couldn't find a tiger. They'd been told there was a tiger in the home. They couldn't find one, but they did find a ton of marijuana, multiple firearms, lots of cash. Then they came back with another warrant because this was just a fish and game warrant. So the police got a warrant, mm-hmm. came back to the house, and they found 10 pounds of cocaine, two pounds of heroin, 40 pounds of weed, 16 fentanyl pills, all of which were hidden up in the attic. So not even stuff that uh, the fish and game saw. <laughs> oh, my God. But don't Whoa. worry, guys. He was storing the drugs for someone else. I- I'm Yeah, people do that all the time. Sure. They also found an AR, $40,000 in cash, and a three-foot-long alligator. What in the hell is going on with this guy? Like, he's dealing drugs. Yeah. What is he doing? Like, raising animals no, to defend no, no. him? Storing <laughs> drugs for someone else. He didn't even oh. know. He probably thought those were totes of Christmas ornaments. You don't know. Right. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. And that alligator? I mean, what was his explanation for that? Uh, I don't know. It, too, uh, was seized by the fish and game. So now they found this tiger cub, and they are so perplexed because not the same guy, not the same situation, uh, weren't looking for a tiger cub, you know, were there for a shooting, which also kind of cracks me up that... uh, Whatever bullshit these people had going down, uh, it exposed the fact that they had a tiger cub. Uh, yeah. But I think that the Albuquerque officials need to be more concerned with the fact that someone is obviously breeding tigers in Albuquerque uh, or in the area. Oh, and who is terrifying. that? Mm-hmm. What's oh, happening? Big cats are not house cats. It's a horrific life for them. And oh. you, if they decide they've had enough of your your shit. It's right. a mean- plan incredibly dangerous mm-hmm. and just mean as hell why would you mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. oh my god but you have to know we live some of you may have heard of the liger town incident oh good god idaho is always on the map for some dumb bullshit and this mm-hmm. is one of them in a town not too far from us a little town called lava hot springs there was an incident uh it's probably been 25 years ago yeah, or more, but uh, some people were breeding tigers kind of on the outskirts of town. Apparently, a lot of people knew that they had them, but it were just kind of uh, not saying anything. They were also trying to breed lions and tigers and breed a bunch of ligers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Napoleon Dynamite's favorite animal, ligers, yeah, those. And these people could not afford to feed all of the big cats that they uh, kept breeding and getting more and more. And I mean, it takes an enormous amount of food for them. Oh, yeah. And of like fresh meat for them. And they couldn't really afford to feed them. And they were pretty starved. And then somebody breached the compound and they all got out. Yeah. This poor little town was in terror with all of these big cats prowling their backyards. And Fish and Game ended up having to come in and hunt down and euthanize every single one of them. It was so sad. It was awful. Yeah, horrific. Well, and laggers are very dangerous. Laggers are, like, Mm -hmm. take, like, the most terrifying traits of both lions and tigers and then times them by 10 when you combine them genetically. Like, they're very dangerous and huge, muscly Mm -hmm. cats. Like, it's the stupidest. Yeah. Anyway. Well, to be fair, Idaho doesn't really have exotic animals laws. 
No. Uh, there is a federal law now that uh, you can't have large exotics like that uh, just in your homes. Uh, right. Also, there's a federal law that you cannot breed large cats for any purpose. Right. So at any rate. You uh, have to be telling people this. Yeah. So now we have this little cub on our hands and would really like to know where the rest of the tigers are. So hopefully from this whole incident, they can chase that down and get this shut down before something terrible happens. My God, I hope so. That's just terrifying and mm -hmm. awful in like many ways. Mm -hmm. That yeah. poor little cub. God. You just know at some point you're going to see some jackass on TikTok sharing videos of their two-year-old playing with a tiger cub. Right. Right. Because... It's perfectly safe because they love each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But what's with the alligators, man? This isn't even Florida. Right. I mean, we know in Florida, crazy people love alligators. Love right. them. How often? And in New Mexico? We... <laughs> what? what the hell? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway. So there you have it. Hopefully it's not a new Liger town in the making in Albuquerque. Oh, I really hope not. Yeah. Well, I'm going to kick the mic back to you for our main case. Yes. So our main case today is the case of Keenan Anderson. This is Keenan. Keenan was, unfortunately, um, not is, uh, 31 years old. He was a teacher with a six-year-old son. Mm -hmm. And recently, he had an altercation with the LAPD that resulted in his death. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. This happened in Venice, California, uh, Los Angeles area. Mm -hmm. um, there's This happened on January 3rd. The body cam has now come out about what happened, but um, there was a car accident. And so Keenan himself actually flagged down an LAPD uh, motorcycle officer mm -hmm. for help because there'd been a car accident. Yeah. So there were other people in the area that had witnessed it who told the police that the accident was Anderson's fault. Mm -hmm. So the officer is talking to him and um you know, he's apologizing and saying, please, sir, I didn't mean to, you know, like it was an accident, but he was immediately terrified, which mm -hmm. as a black man, yeah. I don't him for one second. Yep. Um, at that point, Anderson's behavior started to be a bit off. Mm -hmm. Told the LAPD that somebody was trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. And when the officer asked what he meant, he kind of tells some story about how he performed a stunt earlier and that someone was going to add stuff to his car. Like he was behaving as though mm -hmm. he was not well. Yeah. Mental health emergency. He had just been in a car accident, mm -hmm. you know, under the influence of something. So he was not well. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, should have been a big red flag immediately to this officer. But as we yeah. know, they really don't give a shit. No. So he starts begging the police officer for water that he needs a drink and the officer keeps blowing him off. That he'll get it. He'll, he'll get him some later. Ugh. Um, and, and so then, you know, he's just begging for help basically right. at this point. Anderson is like, I, there's something wrong with him. It's very clear. Right. He gets really freaked out. So he jogs to the other side of the intersection from where this incident happened. 
So the police follow him, chase him, basically. This was originally made out to be that he fled the scene of an accident. He walked across the street, you guys. Right. He was feeling really upset. He was clearly not really mm-hmm. with it mentally. Um, so the officers went after him. Um, they decided that what they needed to do was pin him to the ground and tase him a bunch of times because he asked for help because he'd been in a car accident, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they pinned him down. They tased him repeatedly at one point. They tased him for more than 10 seconds, um, you know, continuously. Yeah. And, you know, the more you tase somebody, the more you're at risk of killing them. And if they are in a mental health crisis or a physical crisis, people Mm -hmm. are more at risk of being killed. Right. Tasing isn't called for for every suspect. It's not. No. And we'll talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk about what LAPD's use of force policy is, which none Mm -hmm. of these officers clearly give a shit. At one point, he's screaming, they're trying to George Floyd me. Mm -hmm. The guy's terrified. Yeah. No question. Um, Eventually, they handcuffed him and they took him into custody. He went to a hospital in Santa Monica where he was later pronounced dead of cardiac arrest. You know what? Tasing can cause yeah. cardiac arrest. Yeah. This story is horrifying to me on so many levels. First of all, this guy asked for help from the police. He's exhibiting mm-hmm. having some kind of crisis. He's been mm-hmm. in a car accident. Right. I mean, he could have been confused. He could right. have hit his head on the steering wheel. Like, right. we, we don't, don't even know. know if he was, was having some kind of a medical incident. He was. And they did not care. Treated him as though... so. Let, let me tell you LAPD's use of force policy, a few things about it, because I think this is important to know. Um, their first, first and foremost, they are to use de-escalation techniques, mm-hmm. which, you know, I would imagine getting him a drink of water, having him sit down, say, sir, mm-hmm. you've been in an accident. Let's get you settled and get a, get, get an ambulance here to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Would have been a great de-escalation technique, yeah. but instead they keep blowing him off that they're not doing that. It's not like we're talking about a dangerous criminal. No, we're not. Anyway. He didn't have an, a weapon. He wasn't threatening anyone. And he was behaving as though he was in crisis of some mm-hmm. sort. Um, where feasible, a peace officer, peace officer, my God, they've got to stop fucking calling him that. Mm-hmm. Prior to the use of any force, make reasonable efforts to identify themselves as a peace officer and to warn that force may be used. Now, why would there be force used? Right. Fortionality. This is important. Officers may only use a level of force that they reasonably believe is proportional to the seriousness of the suspected offense mm-hmm. or reasonably perceived level of actual or threatened resistance. Yeah. He was in a car accident. And he walked across the street. Right. And them, their proportional response was to pin him down, tase him multiple times, and arrest him. For yeah. for what? what? He arrested for? He had every right to go across the street. He wasn't arrested. Right. He wasn't point. arrested. He wasn't, he wasn't being charged running with from anything. the police. Right. This was if a car anything, accident. he may have been t- ticketed for that car accident. Right. But that's not. No. This doesn't match. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. But but like they care. They don't care. They don't give a shit. This is very obvious. Over and over again, we see this. And they don't follow their own policies. Mm-hmm. 
They don't respect human beings. They don't acknowledge that he's having some kind of a medical crisis. Right. They don't get him the help that he needs. Then they pin him on the ground and taser him a whole bunch of times and send him off to the hospital where he dies of cardiac arrest. Yeah. So this incident is being investigated. Boy, we've heard that many times. And the chief of police, you know, he comes out with this big, long, blah, blah, blah. We really care about these situations. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Prove it. He does say that he's very concerned about this incident because to him, when he watches the video, it's very clear to him that this person was having a mental health emergency Mm -hmm. and that mental health support should have been called in. Why wasn't medical help called in? It was a car accident. Right. And this guy's acting weird. Yeah. You know, in Idaho, when there is a car accident, the ambulance and police are called simultaneously. That's just the way it's done. Right. And one or the, you know, the ambulance might get waved off if we end up not needing them. And of course, I know we're talking about a much larger place that probably, uh, you know, that that's easier probably to provide here. But why wasn't an ambulance called? That and also, new. they have mental health support staff and they didn't even bother to use they them. They and they didn't use them. And what right did they have multiple officers to pin him to the ground and tase him over and over again and arrest him? For what? What right. was he arrested for? He didn't do anything illegal. They hadn't even determined what the accident was. He was just a black man. So, of course, immediately that means he's a criminal. This mm-hmm. is the biggest bunch of, bunch of horseshit I've ever seen. And I have said that so many times in these cases. But it is absolutely ridiculous. And the big apology from the police chief, and we're looking mm-hmm. into it, means nothing. Mm-hmm. Means nothing. Your own policy says that they should never have done this because... Yeah. This was not proportional. There no. was no risk of harm to anyone. Well, and, and he wasn't. We even, didn't have one single voice of reason there. Right. right. Not one single voice of reason. Not one single cop that was willing to say, hey, we're not tasing him. What are you doing? Let him. He didn't do anything. Yeah. This isn't okay. No. And if the accident, you know, it was deemed that he needed to be ticketed or he was determined to have, you know, have, it was a DUI or whatever. Fine. But none of those things were even determined. Mm-hmm. None of that was even worked out. They just zeroed right in on him as the criminal mm-hmm. and they killed him. This was yeah. murder. What? Yeah. This was murder. Mm-hmm. Now, something to know about Keenan is he is the cousin of one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And the family and, you know, there's there's going to be some shit go down with this because oh, yeah. he's got lots of family support behind. This one isn't just going to disappear. No. As none of them should. No, but they frequently do if they even get any press at all. Right. For the ones that we hear about, how many there, are there that we don't hear about? Right. Lots. Well, apparently there are three cases being investigated by the chief of police or whoever because of similar incidents like this in the last year color me not surprised at all so at what point do we stop uh, investigating these start charging some people and end this yeah we're just going to keep investigating police officers just makes me so sick and so sad for his family for his Mm -hmm. son for his students he was he's from dc yeah and he was in um, California visiting family over the Christmas break. And so his students that have had him for the first half of the school year now have a murdered teacher 
his child, a murdered father, mm-hmm. his family are absolutely heartbroken and terrified. What are they supposed to do in that situation? He cannot ask the police for help or they will just kill him. Mm-hmm. What is someone supposed to do in that situation? What should he have done? Right. There is no right answer here. None. And, you know, I, I would have gotten away from the cops, too, if I were him, because right. he's realizing I've asked for help from the police and they're looking at me like I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. And who knows what kind of medical emergency he was having. Right. I don't even know if we will know because they killed him before we could even find out. Mm-hmm. Was he injured from the crash? He did have marijuana and cocaine in his system. We don't know if he was actually under the influence at that time mm-hmm. because, of course, there was no actual investigation here. They just killed him instead yeah. because getting in a car wreck deserves death on the street by the police. Apparently. Oh, my God. These cases, you guys. It makes me so sick and so angry. I am so fucking tired of these stories. I am so tired of hearing this and seeing this. Yeah. How do we stop this? This is why people march and riot and say mm-hmm. defund the police. This is why. If this had been a white man, first of all, this would have never happened to a white man. No. But if it had, can you imagine the outcry in this country yeah. if Keenan had been white? Mm-hmm. That would not be put up with for one fucking second, but he's no. black. So yep. it's okay. Yeah. Yep. I it just I'm so done with mm-hmm. all of this shit. I just you know, and we we all say we, you know, we gotta vote, we gotta pay attention to our own police and police policy and all of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is it getting any better? Because it sure feels like to me it's getting worse. I don't know that it's getting better, but the awareness at least is, and awareness does create change. It does. But I think we're we're in the infancy of creating change. Right. Every once in a while, like Derek Chauvin, who murdered George Floyd with the Mm -hmm. help of a bunch of his officers, you know, Mm -hmm. was found guilty by state of murder and also of a hate crime. Mm -hmm. But did that solve anything? No. I mean, L.A. police still think it's okay to murder somebody for getting into a car accident and asking police for help. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do this case. Well, I always want to do these cases, mm-hmm. but I particularly wanted this case to come out on Martin Luther King Day because this is where we are. Yep. If you think it's gotten better, it hasn't. Yeah. And we all have to be aware. If you live in L.A., if that's your chief of police, if that's your police force, please Make mm-hmm. your voice heard. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say. I'm just so fucking pissed. It just, it's horrific. Yeah, it is. And at no point should anyone fear being murdered by the police for asking for help. No. No. This is happening way too often that the police are becoming the judge, jury, and executioner. Right. Somehow now they just get to deal out the death penalty? Yeah. Yeah. For a car wreck? Yeah, for a car wreck. Cool. Yeah. Fucking awful. Yeah. Well, Katie, I think you have some more (laughs) WTF news for us. A little different, but yes. Oh, my goodness. 
this Alex Murdaugh wannabe is oh. Lori Devaney. I can't imagine anyone wanting to be Alex Murdaugh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. This is just Alex with more hair. Mm -hmm. But uh, so Lori is a former personal injury lawyer. And Lori has been defrauding her clients. So people come to her, you know, who've been in some kind of an accident and are owed some compensation, help with their medical bills or, you know, their medical bills paid and so on and so forth, right? It's this kind of lawyer. And she was actually very good at her job. She won a lot of cases. Unfortunately for her clients, she wasn't uh, doling out the money to them that should have been given to them. Oh, my God. So in May of 2019, she was indicted on 24 counts of fraud. Failure to file federal income tax returns and some other financial and tax crimes. Basically, what it boiled down to is that she was getting settlements for her clients and then not giving them to them. And telling them lies. Just and like Alex Murdoch, my God. Yeah, and making excuses about why their money hadn't arrived yet. Uh, one of the more popular ones was that it was being seized by Medicaid things like that, uh, depending on the person's situation or just no notification to the individual person. Yeah. Right. Right. So we're talking about people that are in the lowest of the low situation. You know, perhaps you've been in a wreck, you can't work. You've had to have a whole bunch of medical care. Your life has been turned completely upside down. You get a settlement, you win a settlement yeah. and then you never see it. But you guys, Lori really needed it. She really needed it. Oh, well, she's been really busy. Some of the expenditures were more than $220,000 on cigars and related expenses. What? Yeah, I don't know what related expenses to uh, $220,000 like, in like cigars a, is. A humidifier and one of those cutters for the end? I mean, like... <laughs> Probably a few hundred of those, but yeah, yeah. Over 150K on airfare, 173,000 on African safaris and big game hunting expeditions. Oh my God. So mm -hmm. she's trash in every way. Wow. Mm -hmm. 35,000 on taxidermy for her trophy kills. Oh. 125,000 on home renovations. 195,000 on mortgage payments. $58,000 on pet boarding. $58,000 on pet boarding. What? what? What kind of first class pet spa is this? Holy hell. And the most important one probably. $60,000 on repeat stays at a luxury nudist resort in Palm Springs, California. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You're defrauding your clients so that you can go to a nudist retreat? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, go to the nudist retreat all you want, but just spend your own money, please. Yeah. Oh, my hell. So, sorry, Carolyn, who, uh, you know, you, you and the kids won't get to eat this week, but it's okay because 
I'm going to go shoot a giraffe and then go spend a week in a nudist retreat. Neat. Okay, Lori. You are a piece of shit. But Reed makes But wait. Gross. There's more. Her defense attorney had a reason for all of this. There's oh, really? Reason. Yeah. There's a and reason. it's not just the lavish lifestyle. Really? There's a reason why Lori would I do can't such wait a for this to very vulnerable people. Hmm. Well, she had been in a toxic and sexually violent marriage to an older man. Are you motherfucking kidding me? And in a defense sentencing memo, her attorney pointed to the infliction of sexual pain and injury by her late husband that resulted in vaginal and anal abscesses and fistulas and a series of surgical interventions and hospitalizations. And that, Your Honor, is why she did it. I rest my case. Case closed. Send her home. I mean, those are terrible things, and I'm sorry that happened to her, but what are you... What? Sorry about those anal abscesses there, Lori, but that doesn't mean you get to do this to other people. What the hell? There you is nothing using that as your defense. To other people. Well, you are literally have nothing for defense, mm -hmm. clearly. Yep. yep. So she was so traumatized that she had to steal millions of dollars from her clients. Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> the uh, prosecutor said she has no argu arguable mitigating reason for her conduct. To the mm -hmm. contrary, her own avarice was at the heart of her crimes. She stole in order to live an extravagant lifestyle that many people only dream about while leaving her victims desperate and destitute and barely able to make ends meet. Yep, that's it. That's exactly it right there. This lady, Nancy Fryer, said that she uh, had told her she was a model client, but then she failed me. They went to court because a doctor acts... Or, Cut off one of her toes without her consent. What? <laughs> Holy shit. They won a large settlement and she never saw a dime of it. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. There were 18 pages of victim impact statements. Oh. I hope she's got property and stuff that can be sold off to pay, mm -hmm. give them at least some of their money. God. I hope so. In, in one document. Terrible. Yeah, an unidentified victim was involved in a car crash. She settled their claim for $11,000, which she just kept and just kept putting them off. Well, wait, we haven't heard from them yet. I'll send another email. Yeah. And there'd been, and they'd settled? So the, so the, mm -hmm. the client so knew that they'd no, settled? The client didn't know. She had defrauded the client and the insurance company. Wow. I, it sounds like quite a lot of that happened. So she is... Uh, she has 460, 4.6 million in restitution and 101 months in a federal prison. Wow. That, that's not enough months. Not even no. close. No. But I hope they sell everything she owns down to mm -hmm. her toothpaste mm -hmm. to try yeah. to give these people at least some of their money back. That is so awful. Right. Every God, last so piece of disgusting taxidermy. And everything else. Like, why? Isn't that crazy? That is just... The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Now you won't have to watch the Lifetime movie. I don't know if there'll be one, but, you know, probably. It sounds like one of those, right you, know, yeah. you know, that the 
the, the rom romance novelist that killed her husband's got a lifetime movie. So mm -hmm. Sybil Shepherd Shepherd is playing her. <laughs> um, this this oh. could be right alongside of it. Uh, yeah. So boo to the top of the FOS list, Lori. You yes. suck. Yes, you do. And you yeah. deserve way more than 101 months in, in prison for this. Mm -hmm. Oh, guys, sometimes I have to work hard to remind myself that there are good people in this world because there mm -hmm. are so many bad ones that humanity just baffles me. Mm -hmm. Baffles me. Well, this is our Monday episode. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we will be watching the Keenan Anderson situation closely yes. to see what does happen. You know, best case scenario at this point, we see charges on these officers. You know, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to hold my breath because he died at the hospital, not on the scene. Yeah. And I have no doubt that they're going to try to use toxicology, prior medical issues, maybe injuries from the accident, whatever, to try to get the cops off. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But we will keep an eye on that and let you know. Absolutely. We will be yep. back Tuesday and Wednesday with more episodes and we will be back Wednesday night for our live stream case updates. That's at 7 p.m. Mountain mm -hmm. and it is live streamed to our YouTube channel and our Facebook group. So you don't want to miss that because we update everything. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ever think that we've, you've seen an episode that the information seems a little out of date, you might want to check the date that it was uploaded. Yep. And then watch our case update show because that's where we do a live update of everything every week because we know these things move quickly and we can't always do an episode for every single update for every single case. But yep. what we can do is the live stream. So keep an eye on that. Yep. And as always, like, subscribe, share, comment, check out our Patreon. Uh, we're True Crime Squad at patreon.com. On our website, truecrimesquad.com, there's a way to tip us if you'd like. If you like our work, you can do tip us here, there, or here on uh, YouTube. It always is helpful to us, helps us to grow and mm -hmm. to keep doing what we're doing, guys, because we put a lot of time and energy into this and, and mm -hmm. we love it. But, you know, helping us out a little bit is much appreciated. Absolutely. And you know what? We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. <laughs>